Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Tuesday, October 18th. U.S. equities finished higher, adding to yesterday's rally that came amid the U.K.'s decision to abandon nearly all of its tax cut plans. The moves came amid some stabilization in the global bond and currency markets, which had seen increased volatility after the initial release of the proposal. In economic news, the Federal Reserve's industrial production and capacity utilization report showed both rose more than expected, while homebuilder sentiment declined more than anticipated. In earnings news, Dow members Goldman Sachs and Johnson & Johnson both bested earnings estimates. Lockheed Martin also beat earnings expectations, reaffirmed full-year guidance, and announced an anticipated $4 billion in accelerated share repurchasing during the fourth quarter. Treasury yields on the U.S. dollar were nearly unchanged in choppy action, while crude oil and gold prices declined. Asian stocks were mostly higher after yesterday's market rally in the U.S. and as Australia's central bank released the minutes from its October monetary policy meeting. European stocks rose as markets in the region continued to digest the U.K.'s tax cut reversal. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 338 points, or 1.1%, to 30,524. The S&P 500 Index added 42 points, or 1.1%, to 3,720. And the Nasdaq Composite increased 97 points, or 0.9%, to 10,722. In moderate volume, 4.4 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 5 billion shares changed hands on the NASDAQ. WTI crude oil lost $2.46 to $82.07 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price decreased $7.50 to $1,656.50 per ounce, and the dollar index was little changed at 112.09. In equity news on Tuesday, Dow member Goldman Sachs Group, ticker symbol GS, reported third quarter earnings per share of $8.25, above the $7.75 faxed estimate, as revenues declined 12% year-over-year to $11.98 billion versus the street's forecast of $11.42 billion. The multinational financial institution's chairman and chief executive officer David Solomon stated, quote, against the backdrop of uncertainty and volatility in the markets, we continue to prudently manage our resources and remain focused on risk management as we serve our clients, end quote. He went on to discuss how the company would enter the next phase of growth, quote, introducing a realignment of our businesses that will enable us to further capitalize on the predominant operating model of one Goldman Sachs as we better serve our clients, end quote. Shares rose. Dow member Johnson & Johnson, ticker symbol JNJ, announced adjusted third quarter earnings per share of $2.55, north of the $2.48 estimate, as revenues rose 1.9% year-over-year to $23.79 billion, besting the $23.36 billion forecast. The multinational pharmaceutical industry company breaks its operations down into three segments, which include consumer health, pharmaceuticals, and medtech. Johnson & Johnson stated, quote, Our third quarter performance demonstrates our continued strength and resilience across all three of our businesses, end quote. 
The company reaffirmed and narrowed the range of its full-year adjusted earnings per share and adjusted operational sales guidance. Shares were modestly lower. Lockheed Martin Corporation, ticker symbol LMT, reported adjusted third-quarter earnings per share of $6.87, higher than the $6.57 forecast, as revenues rose 3.5% year-over-year to $16.58 billion, south of the expected $16.65 billion read. The global security and aerospace company stated, quote, our continuing ability to deliver strong financial performance in turn enables further investments in the 21st century security technologies essential to support our customers in conducting effective joint all-domain operations, end quote. Lockheed Martin announced an additional $14 billion in share repurchase authority and noted that it anticipates executing a $4 billion accelerated share buyback in the fourth quarter. The company reaffirmed its full-year guidance. Shares traded noticeably higher. Volatility in the markets remains after another dose of inflation data last week that showed price pressures persist and has forced the Fed to aggressively tighten monetary policy. Higher interest rates lead to a stronger U.S. dollar, which is likely to add to global economic pressure and weigh on corporate profits, as discussed in the latest Schwab market perspective titled No Stopping the Fed. Meanwhile, as third-quarter earnings season starts to rev up, Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, discusses in her article titled Earnings Trampled Underfoot, how the bear market has been driven by multiple compression, making valuations look relatively compelling but expected weakness in earnings may limit the upside potential for stocks. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. Additionally, Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, notes in his latest article titled, The End of Earnings Growth, how the earnings outlook is dimming as the economy slows, which could result in cuts to earnings forecasts and downside for stocks. However, Jeff points out that U.K. earnings have been a surprising outperformer. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop, and you can read all of our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Tuesday... The Federal Reserve's report on industrial production showed a 0.4% gain month-over-month in September, compared to estimates of a slight 0.1% increase and versus August's upwardly revised 0.1% decrease. Manufacturing output was 0.4% higher, mining output moved up 0.6%, and utilities consumption fell 0.3%. Capacity utilization rose to 80.3% versus estimates of a decline to 80% from the prior month's upwardly revised 80.1% rate. Capacity utilization was a 0.7 percentage point above its long-run average. The National Association of Home Builders, or NAHB Housing Market Index, showed home builder sentiment in October fell more than expected, The index dropped to 38 from September's unrevised 46 level and below the Bloomberg consensus estimate of a decline to 43. This was the third straight month that home builder sentiment was below 50, suggesting poor conditions, after falling for 10 straight months. The decline comes amid the backdrop of rising interest rates and elevated home prices that have caused affordability to plunge, 
as well as persistent materials and labor costs. Treasury yields were nearly flat as the yields on the two-year note and the 30-year bond were unchanged at 4.43% and 4.01% respectively, while the yield on the 10-year note edged one basis point lower to 3.99%. Volatility has spiked recently as markets react to concerns about the ability of the global economy to cope with the rise in bond yields across the globe as monetary policies tighten. The Fed has led the charge, and Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones, discusses this in her latest article titled, Markets to Fed, Slow Down, You Move Too Fast, and how, if these trends continue, the Fed may end up slowing its pace of tightening, but not stopping it. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. In her latest article, Different Strings, Similar Stories, Schwab's Lizanne Saunders discusses how a lot of attention has been paid to the elevated risk and announcement of a recession, but investors should instead focus on signals coming from leading economic indicators. The economic calendar for tomorrow will be focused on housing, beginning with the release of the MBA Mortgage Applications Index for the week ended October 14th. Shortly thereafter, housing starts and building permits will be reported, with starts forecasted to have declined 7% month-over-month during September to an annual rate of 1,463,000 units and permits to have shed 0.8% month-over-month to an annual rate of 1,530,000 units. In afternoon action, the Fed will release its Beige Book, an anecdotal read on national business activity used by policymakers to prepare for their next monetary policy decision set to come on November 2nd. In international news on Tuesday, stocks in Europe traded higher, extending yesterday's rally, as the markets appeared to continue reacting positively to the UK's reversal decision in its mini-budget. On his first day on the job, new UK Finance Minister Jeremy Hunt announced that almost all of its planned tax cuts will be scrapped, including cuts to the lowest tax bracket, in a bid to try to appease the markets that have seen increased volatility since the introduction of the plans. Additionally, Hunt said that the energy package that was originally designed to subsidize consumer and business energy bills will only be in place through April, and then will be reviewed in order to be less of a burden to taxpayers. The British pound fell against the U.S. dollar, and the bond yields in the U.K. declined. The euro was unchanged versus the greenback, and bond yields in the region were mostly higher, with Switzerland's rates being the exception. In economic news in the region, the Zoo Economic Sentiment Survey out of Germany showed that the future expectations component of the survey unexpectedly improved for October, but remained negative, while the current situation component moved more into negative territory than expected versus the prior month's level. Out of the Eurozone, the Zoo survey showed that the future expectations level stayed negative, but did improve slightly. The worrisome inflation picture has been exacerbated by the ensuing energy crisis in the region due to the escalating war in Ukraine. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes in his article titled, What's Next? Good, Bad, and Ugly, that the persistence of global inflation could determine which of the three paths central banks may follow and which market qualities investors might consider for their portfolios.
The UK FTSE 100 index was up 0.2%. Switzerland's Swiss market index and Spain's IBEX 35 index advanced 0.8%. Italy's FTSE MIB index and Germany's DAX index rose 0.9%. And France's CAC 40 index traded 0.4% higher. Stocks in Asia finished mostly higher after the U.S. markets rally yesterday. Australian markets helped lead the rally as the Reserve Bank of Australia released the minutes from its October monetary policy meeting. In the meeting, the central bank surprised the markets by hiking its cash rate by half the expected amount, which made Australia the first among advanced economies to start slowing the pace of rate hikes. The Reserve Bank of Australia discussed how the smaller increase was warranted, stating, quote, the cash rate had been increased substantially in a short period of time, and the full effect of that increase lay ahead, end quote. Members also noted external inflationary pressures must be considered and acknowledged that further increases in interest rates over the period ahead will likely be required. International markets remained uneasy amid expectations that central banks across the globe will continue to tighten monetary policy, with several countries in the region set to report inflation data this week. While other major central banks tighten policy, Japan has maintained its accommodative stance and China has actually provided further stimulus, which has weighed on their respective currencies. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop provides commentary on China's situation in his article titled China Q&A Top 5 Questions, discussing various topics including inflationary concerns, currency movements, government policies, and more. Apart from the Reserve Bank of Australia's minutes, no notable data was released in the region. Reports out of China have been delayed as officials from across the country meet in Beijing for their 20th National Congress. Japan's Nikkei 225 index rose 1.4%, with the yen remaining near 30-year lows versus the U.S. dollar. South Korea's Kospi index also gained 1.4%. The Hong Kong Hang Seng index climbed 1.8%. Australia's S&P ASX 200 index increased 1.7%, and India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 index moved 0.9% higher. China's Shanghai Composite Index, on the other hand, nudged 0.1% lower. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will be dominated by reports out of the UK, including the nation's CPI, PPI, and Retail Price Index, while CPI figures will also come from the Eurozone. 